Hello, welcome to the Unqualified Huddle. Uh, we're back after a hiatus, um, inflicted by myself, I'm afraid. I was taken down by the flu. My partner was taken down by pneumonia. Uh, it's not been good in the Barada Taylor household. Um, but Shano, Shano, how are you two been? How's your Christmas been? How, how are you both doing? Well, I mean, Sham's back in the UK. <laughs> let's, all, let's remember that point since we last recorded. I think he was in the UK. It's uh, been, uh, we've had Christmas, we've had Boxing Day, we've had a lot of food. Um, some people may have met Santa Claus or Grinch. <laughs> um, and we're in 2024. So a lot happened. And the NFL is no different. And I, I, one thing, one of my revelations in the last couple oh, yeah. of weeks, my 2024 revelation is that England is too cold. I'm not used <laughs> to the weather. For sake. You, you just, you're just in the wrong time of year. That's all it is. You, you went, you went across like to Asia during the, the hot part of the year. I, I don't mean, know if it's I cold mean, part we of even year. say it's always cold. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, it's been a weird chat on the microphone, so sorry about that, listeners. But it, all of it was unplanned. The Hannah Taylor Barada, uh, sorry, the Taylor Barada household is all Barada Taylor. You, you can tell we're a bit rusty at this point. Barada, Barada Taylor household. We don't, we, don't, um, we don't use it the other way around because uh, it's not alphabetically correct, apparently. But anyway, that's an argument for another all, day. All healed up. Um, uh, and here we are. A lot has happened, including yesterday's um, New Year's Eve games. A, lo- a lot's happened. Teams have made the playoffs. Teams have been eliminated from the playoffs. And we're here to talk about that because, you know, what else is there to talk about? I mean, lots of stuff, really. But <laughs> we're here to talk about this. Playoff pitches. Um, who's in? Who's out? Who's on the bubble? Who's, who's fighting for a spot still? Who is, like, putting their feet up? Um, starting with the... Carolina Panthers, I just want to say that they've guaranteed the number one pick for the Chicago Bears. What was interesting yesterday in the in the, the Bears game, the fans were chanting, we want fields. Yeah. Where's, you, where's your two stances on that, though? Because obviously... Very different. Well, it's not that different, but... <laughs> obviously, mean, uh, this quarterback, like, is it Williams? Caleb Williams that's coming through that everyone seems to be very excited for. Even but, Drake May. But on the flip, there's Marvin Harrison Jr., who everyone is even more excited for. On the the flip flip, like if the Bears have the number one overall pick, the Commanders and Patriots want their quarterbacks. There's Mm. a chance that they can trade from one to two and then two to three and then stockpile and own the draft this year and next year while getting the best receiver to come out of college since I don't know when. That'd be interesting. Uh, I said that I take Caleb Williams. <laughs> I'm I'm off the camp that I'll keep Justin Fields. I'm not going to lie. I I do what you said. I I trade down. I see well. I see what's available actually. I see if people are willing to trade up and see what I could get and stop stop our picks. If people are so, willing to trade up, I would I would probably be interested. But I'd still want to get a blue chip player like Marvin Harrison Jr. So then it's sort of like how far are you willing to drop down. To pair him with Justin Fields, put him in that offense. I mean, put him in any offense would be electric, but put him in with that Bears offense. I think that's that's a tasty looking offense. 
So I think there's many moving parts. Who's going to be the head coach next year? Who's going to be the GM next year? Yeah. There's a lot of rumours that Matt Eberflus potentially retains his job and there may just be an offensive staff change. Um, I don't like that if I'm Fields. But then I'm also thinking, okay, what can I get for Fields? Have you got an Atlanta interested in trading a first rounder for mm. Fields? If you've got Atlanta already on the phone call saying we'll give you a first for Fields, I'm taking a quarterback. Because... I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's better to first. Well, that's the thing. And then also, if I'm trying ah, to trade down... If he fetches the first. I mean, that's the thing. Has he won? Like, he's very one-dimensional style of play. No, no. Come on. After the last six weeks, you cannot you cannot continue this narrative. Shamal hates him. Like, that's what, that's what I mean, my, my thinking is, like, as he showed, he's going to win. He has I, shown... He's going to win. He has shown that his ceiling is a top-ten quarterback. And Have you yeah. not seen more from Jordan Love? I think I've no. seen more from Jordan Love in I one mean, year. No. I mean, Jordan Love has been insane this year, but compare it to your boy, Trevor Lawrence, and and their their futures are both like in the balance right now. The the, the ceiling no, is the, the, the biggest thing. The field to ceiling for me is higher than than both Jordan Love and Trevor Lawrence. I just feel like that guy he's too electric to not. I, I agree, but how but long does a Bears franchise that listen on getting we're not, winning records? I, I put it on this tangent, and I really I'm sorry, but we don't. No, this need to is talk not. About this. this is no. This is a relevant point. I'd it's not see, relevant yet. <laughs> I'd also see. Can I trade? Like if I'm moving second. What am yeah. I going to get from first future first? I want those future first round picks just in case if Fields does not work out. But th- this but, is what I'm saying. They can they could trade down. They can get good like good compensation from potentially New England, potentially Washington, whoever. They could get some good compensation, get some future first round picks, get some extra picks in this draft, and then still pick up Marvin Harrison. I think that's Actually, a win. Actually, you know what? I've talked myself out of it. You you trade down to three, take Marvin Harrison Jr., support Fields as much as you can. Yeah. And then I, I think you try and trade up for Ola Fashanu, the OT. He's one of the best offensive tackles in a long time. But, also, but get Carol, rid of the I'm not a fan of him. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Ibrahim. But let, let's save this for after the season when we're going to talk about the draft and players can I quickly, and stuff. Yeah, uh, can I just quickly, like, on the same, quickly on the point. Carolina... Least attractive job in the off season. Horrific. And how they Horrific. played yesterday, they got beat out by CJ Bethard and Blank 26-0. And the owner pouring beer on a Jags fan from his press box after they lost its contents. There's a lot going on and they refused to comment on that pretty much all throughout last night in the UK time. So the owner's under issues now. Um, new owner, kind of, David Tepper. There's a lot of history behind him. His own contents of his drink over fans, not a good look. It's like captured on video. The the, the Panthers franchise is a mess right now. Let's just leave it as that. Like they, they are a mess. Let's move on though and let's talk about uh the division. Let's talk about the NFC though. We've, we've talked about two NFC teams, we may as well carry on. Um 49ers clinched the number one seed. No, not unexpected, I don't think. Uh the way that we've been playing. Downside for them though, Christian McCaffrey injured in the game. How serious is it, Shannon? That's your boy. How serious is uh, McCaffrey's injury? Uh, it's TBC right now, but Eli Mitchell filled in for him ad- admirably. 17 carries, 80 yards, two touchdowns. It's like you can put almost anyone in this line of team and they'll do well. Does, does this get cause, like, cause concern though, going into the playoffs? Um, if you have McCaffrey, I mean, obviously, right now they can rest him, so he could. 
he could m- miss next week. Uh, the game that they've got, I, f- I don't know who they're playing. Uh, LA Rams. Yeah. They can they can miss the game against LA Rams. They'll have a bye week, so then that's an extra week off, and then he could come back for the playoffs. Then, do you think that's that's probably the move they're going to make? I'm not worried about it. He, I, I feel like he'll suit up depending on what happens. But um, they, they've they've got the luxury of the bye week secured. Um, if you think about the weekdays, they've got essentially three weeks to heal him up. He called it pretty minor as well, quite pretty mm. minor. So I'm not worried about that. But they them clinching the one seed isn't also a surprise this season. Like they're ten and one in the conference, five zero and zero in the division. I mean they've they've walked it. They've walked the, the yeah, NFC. Yeah, well the NFC has been quite an easy walk for them. I feel. I feel like well, I say it's easy. I feel like they've just they're just a level above a lot of the other teams right now. And it shows that they're a complete team. They're coming into the playoffs. They'll be one of the more dangerous teams to me. Um, moving down though, let's just quickly go down the list. The number two seed, which is a bit more interesting, because at the minute you've got the Cowboys who are currently sat there, eleven five record. Um, the Eagles are on the same record. They are eleven five, currently sat at number five seed. Don't deserve that. Uh, and then also the Lions. Currently sat at the number three seed, Wrong. eleven and five record, or with a chance to get that number two seed. The Lions Cowboys game though, let's talk about it quickly. Um, controversy with the referee call, robbery. <laughs> um, yeah. So my my standpoint is, uh, it's the same standpoint I've had for the whole season. The re- the the officiating in the NFL is horrific. Like, and this is just another example of that. Yeah, like. Um... You can't hundred percent know what would have happened because the referees announced the the wrong player was eligible, and that's how the Cowboys reacted. But Dan Campbell even said that the referees knew what was going to happen before the game. This play was explained to them, and the Lions, after scoring that go-ahead touchdown, it must be feeling really rough. You saw in the press conferences, and the Lions, one of the unluckiest franchises <laughs> in history. Uh, the bad luck continues, but they're a good outfit that they can still make noise in the playoffs. Well, yeah, they're still they're still looking good for the playoffs. Like they're they're, they're locked in at number three at, at the minimum. Um, they could get up to number two if both the Cowboys and the Eagles lose uh, their their respective matchups. I don't see that happening, but there's still a possibility for them. They would have liked home field though, rather than traveling, uh, rather than uh, the playoffs going through San Francisco and Dallas or Philadelphia. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, those playoff environments, all of them. Detroit have, have had a great environment this year as well. But going the ref, I mean, what would help the refereeing thing is just everyone having um, microphones, everything's listened to. That would help. That'll go a yeah. long way. Well, Why it, doesn't it happen? It's, it, there, there's enough like mics around the stadium to be able to pick up any any noise. You can I mean, pick the up video a, a ends evidence as well. Like, there's a lot of video of that incident. It, they came out and defended it, though, that the, he, he didn't report legible. Yeah, the, the NFL aren't going to admit they're going to make mistakes, are they? Like they're, they're not going to throw they're their one officials of the, under I the mean, bus. They are, we follow a lot of uh, sport organisations, leagues. The NFL, unfortunately, are not one of the most, uh, I guess, uh, transparent. transparent, clear on their own mistakes. And this is what annoys fans. I think, Simon, you say about the referees, you get annoyed and you've said it a lot of times on this podcast, we do. But then one of the things you're, you're saying is really 
they're not transparent on their process and how they come to those decisions. It's we just it's not, the frustration builds up. It's not even that for me. It's the because at the end of the day, like you know, you make a mistake in the game, you, you're not going to backtrack on it because it, you you don't want to look like a fool. My my issue is the mistakes shouldn't be happening in the games. The the level of officiating shouldn't be like this. It's the same in Premier League right now. Like you know, and it's the same with stuff like VAR. VR should be helping the game, like progressing it forward. It's not. There's still issues with it. There's still challenges with it. In the NFL, I mean, I'm not being funny. You have an opportunity to stop. Like, you don't get this in like football. You don't get it in other games. But in the NFL, you, like, you can pause the game and go, hold on a second. Let's let's just relook at this. Let's just see. Like, you know. I mean, the NFL has a lot of pauses anyway in substitutions. Why not just have a button? Report eligible, but on the sideline, then it just announces it. But, the, but the, the, this is this is like one of the. It's a weird. It's a weird situation. It was a weird call, um. But it's it's just a bad look because you know the evidence clearly shows who's reported. Like you know, we've seen it. We've seen the look. We've talked. We've heard everyone talk about it. Um. It's just that they're, they're not going to turn around now and say, yeah, oh, sorry, we did make a mistake, which they could do. And you know, maybe fans would appreciate it more. But then they'd have the whole controversy of being. You know, especially with two teams in this position, we'd be like, well, actually, the Lions should have won the game. Therefore, they should be the number two seed right now. The Cowboys should be all the way back down into the number five seed. So well, it's sort of, it's it's a tough, tough thing to sort of like argue. Well, do you know who who else is also blundered? Who? Moving on, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, well, I just wanted to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles first before before we move on, the because 15. they were they were the most like we've talked about this the whole season, so we'll come on to the Buccaneers in a second. Sorry, but they were the most informed, not most informed team, but they were a team that was winning the most. Like they were eight and zero at one point, and now they they sit at twelve, sorry, eleven and five, um, potentially not even going to get a home field playoff game. Potentially in a position where they're they're looking at not even playing at home. They're looking at having to go away to uh, it'd be the Bucks most likely, and then having to play again against the 49ers, which just sounds horrific to me. But they've really got themselves to blame. They they played a poor Arizona Cardinals team and got trounced in the second half. I mean, like, the lead was incredible. They had a massive lead and they're blundering that. The defense has continued to blunder in the last month or few weeks. Basically, Matt Patricia's came in as a halfway partway through the season to be the play caller. And it's not helped. It's actually made things worse. And then there's a lot of Philadelphia Twitter that I was looking, watching and uh, monitoring. They're not happy with Nick Sirianni's play call. On the final drive where they needed it, I believe it's run, run, screen. Um, Of those, and then they're saying, why are you being so conservative in your play call? But we've seen Philadelphia this season, offensively, they don't meet the eyeball test. And defensively, we've talked about their defensive back being an issue. It has been, but Kyler was was also had a lot of time in that. I thought there was a good clean pocket for him. Hassan Reddick came to a stomping ground. I think Paris Johnson Jr. did a great job in certain plays. I'm worried if I'm Philadelphia because there's a lot more going on. They've hit the panning button. I think the I think post game interview or pre game that they were saying they've not clicked yet. Seventeen weeks of the season. Yeah, it's, have too, gone. it's too long. It's too long. It's too long not to got your act together at this point that for me i was quite high on this eagles team coming into the season i now do not do not think that they're going to be anything come the playoffs i actually think they're going to be disappointing 
there, there, for me, there's, there's at least three better teams, if not four better teams, in the NFC than them right now. Yeah, and there's a huge gap because they don't they don't just look right. Um, from from every man, from Jalen Hurts to uh, I can't you can't fold the special teams unit like they <laughs> they, they gave him a chance today. But they, they, like there's literally they just don't look the same team as they did last year. Last year they were dominant. This year they they've always been out of sorts, and they've had 17 weeks to sort it out. They still haven't sorted it out. But let's move on. Like you say, talk about Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As Shannon wanted to talk about. Blundering their postseason chances potentially. I mean, realistically, they've got an easy an easy win against Carolina for Week 18, and so long as they win that game, they're in the playoffs at the fourth seed. However, if you're a Buccaneers fan, nice to get to the playoffs, but realistically, are you going to do much when you get there? No. They're, they're unpredictable though. Like obviously, the no, they're not powerhouse not. like the Lions, Niners, <laughs> but. Aside from the Saints games, which they always seem to to blunder, um, they're, they're not unpredictable. I tell you who is unpredictable: the team that's currently sat in the sixth seed, the team that the team that I'm quite excited for that's made the playoffs. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We can't we can't just talk about the Saints without really talking about the team that's in the current postseason, and that's the Buccaneers. Like, sorry, you're moving on to the Saints, I feel. No, no, no I wasn't. No, no. I'm Let's moving on to the Rams. The Buccaneers. I'm oh, moving on to the Rams. No, no. Can we just talk about the Buccaneers for a second? <laughs> Because I would no. say, like, there's rumours they're giving Baker Mayfield an extension. And you're the Saints fan here, resident Saints fan. Yeah. What do you think of that? Like, can hey. they win continuously in this division with him? Hey, Saints listen. would love Baker Mayfield right Yeah, now. I was going to say, if you said to me, as a Saints fan, we're going to sign Baker Mayfield right now, I'd be like, yes, please. So, you know, at the end of the day, he's, he's probably the best quarterback in that division right now. So, yes, he's inconsistent. But that's not just him being inconsistent. I feel like the, the Buccaneers team is inconsistent. I feel like they don't they they don't commit to the same offensive game plan each week. They don't commit. Their defense is up and down. Some weeks it's really good. Some weeks it's bad. I I feel like that's just the team that you've got at the minute. It's a bit of a roller coaster, and I don't feel like Mayfield's to blame for that. However, do I feel like he's going to be enough to get you over the hump of like actually winning a Super Bowl? No. But is he going to win your divisional titles in this really bad division? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll give him the contract extension, but just a quick caveat on that. They played uh, December 3rd against the Carolina Panthers. They won 21-18. So all is not lost. <laughs> listen, listen. If you're a Saints fan right now, right, we're out of the playoffs because of, I think, the Packers are currently seventh seed and then Seahawks are above us. So, I mean, we've got two opportunities, I think, to get in, which is... We win and Buccaneers lose, which I don't see. And then the second one is if we win, but the Seahawks and the Packers both lose, which again, that might happen, but that's a big if, especially because we, we lost to Atlanta quite badly the last time we played them. And Arthur Smith is playing for his job. And yeah, the Falcons seem to turn up when it's the Saints. <laughs> like, yeah. The Falcons I mean, play Arthur... well against the Saints. Arthur Blank didn't give any like thing on the head coach after he left that stadium. He said no comment. But I do want to move on to the Rams. The most exciting wildcard team, I think, one, in, for the NFC, not, not overall, but for the NFC, they're the most excited wildcard team. They are completely up and down because some weeks I feel like they don't play. They don't turn up. They don't, they don't put a performance in. Other weeks, I feel like they are 
an elite team that could potentially go all the way. Hey, I remember getting flack from one of you two, maybe both of you, about a month ago when I said they're my dark horse in the playoffs. <laughs> Probably both of us, because at the time I was like, no, there's no way. But the the way that the offense looks when uh, Cup, Nakua, uh, Stafford, uh, and Williams are healthy. Byron Williams, what a, what a find. Honestly, he, he fits their offense so well. Um, it, they're just dangerous. And defensively, they're, they're, they're sort of inconsistent, but they're okay. Like they still have they still have Donald, and I feel like when you've got Donald on your team, even though he's a bit older and not as prolific as what he once was, he still gives you that little boost that you want on defense. And the Rams can play shootout football. They're not. Yeah. If they fall behind, then you're not. You know, their offense can usually score. Um, but Stafford, yeah, if they keep him basically static, is good. If you're making him move. I mean, he can cause a lot. He throws a few picks quite, yeah. I mean, that's, well, they're the one team that can beat San Fran. All I'll say, all I'll say is that we might have been talking a different uh, narrative if the Giants got that comeback, which they, they blundered at the end of. True. Uh, last but not least, like I said, the Packers' seventh seed um, currently, they own a like, tiebreaker over the Seahawks and a conference record over the Saints. So basically, it means if they beat the Bears, um, they're in. Um, outside of that, they need the Seahawks to lose to the Cardinals, which is a possibility, the way that they've been playing. Um, and then also the Saints to lose, which, again, is a possibility. So it'd be interesting who gets that seventh seed. Not that I'm worried, because whoever gets the seventh seed is going up against the Cowboys, and I would not want to be that team. Uh, I, think it's, I, I do think that seventh seed is interesting, because they're all playing... Reasonable teams um, in the NFC. It, it, it's quite difficult to predict who's going to get that seventh seed. But Green Bay are the form team. They are. They are they're the team that's coming into its own in December. Um, let's move on to the AFC side, though. Um, obviously, we've got the Ravens, who put an absolute spanking on the Miami Dolphins um, to yeah. clinch that number one seed. The the Dolphins looked very poor in this game against the Ravens. They looked, but then I feel like this has been the story of the Dolphins all season is that they can't play with the bigger teams. I feel like a lot of their wins have come against the teams that aren't, like aren't the playoff teams, aren't the winning teams, but they've looked good against the bad teams. But then when it comes to playing against like one of these bigger teams, like the Bills, like the Ravens, um, Eagles. I don't know who, Eagles, yeah, they just don't look, they don't look the same team. They don't. They don't. They they don't look like the bully that they try and portray themselves as. I mean, they don't. They're not even. They don't even play bully ball. They're a very finesse, rhythm, timings team. They they've played the Bills, Eagles, Ravens this season. They've been outscored by a combined 135 to 46 in those games. When they get beat, they get beat bad. The defense didn't even give them a chance against no. Baltimore after Tyreek dropped that that catch. Uh, Baltimore by far looked like the the cream. Well, uh, Baltimore looked like the cream of the crop. Yeah, 100%. Baltimore like... are in the league of their own, but I'm not worried about Dolphins, personally. Uh, the what, the main thing to worry about them is the injuries piling up. You've got Chubb, who got injured late in the game, which he didn't yeah. need to be in. Um, they were 30 point... points behind at that point when he was in. Because their defense has been elite the last few weeks, and, and you don't want that side of the ball to start struggling. 
Well, the, well, they've lost Chubb. They've um, and then I feel like really hurts the pass rush because they lost Phillips earlier on in the season. And I know they got Pierre Paul to try and like add a little bit of boost to that to that pass rush. But I feel like, you know, they need that because the back end is not holding up. Like David without... Howard went hurt as well in the game. But the the Ravens are a team that I feel they've done really well considering that the injuries that they've had on their team. I feel they've done really well. Like they look just elite still. Like and they they just seem to work throughout their injuries and their defense. Like for me, they're not something that gets talked about enough. But their defense is playing at such an elite level. Like it's just insane. But they never get talked about. We always talk about Lamar. We always talk about like that offense, how that like, how it's all looking. And I'm, it feels a little bit eerily like the Chiefs last year. Like we didn't really talk about their defense last year, but we always talked about their offense being elite. But both sides of the ball, the Ravens are dominating. And on the defense, there's a spine. Madabuke on in the lines, creating havoc all game long. Um, the linebackers, Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith. Oh, it, it's amazing to watch those two cover players. I mean, we were watching them and how Queen def- uh, defended with leverage on a wheel route, I, was, I believe it was, during that game. It was incredible just how fast he is. And Gino Stone with his picks leading the league. But so, Miami, I don't know. I'm worried about them. They're playing Buffalo one, as things stand. One final note on their offense for me. Um, I don't think it's in full force right now. I expect them to take another step, which is quite worrying as well for the rest. Well, of that's them. that's very scary considering they've put a 50 bagger up against Miami. But um, Dolphins, like you say, they play the Bills. That's an interesting matchup because if the Bills win, I think they catapult themselves up to number two seed. If the Dolphins win, they clinch the number two seed. Um, but if the Bills lose as well, it, they've got a potential to like not even make the playoffs. Yeah, if if the Steelers um, win against the Ravens, then the Bills yeah. are out. Uh, you know, if as they long lose, as Indianapolis and Houston don't tie. Yeah, so like that's not a great situation for this Bills team, who we we said at the start of the year would be one of the big teams. Uh, we we were all behind them. It's not a good situation I, for them to be in. I think I predict them to miss the playoffs this year. No, I think I think you had Dolphins out. You had it, Jets to win the division. No, I think I had Buffalo out. Jets pretty sure win. I was the the Jets like bandwagon. Um, but anyway, that'd be interesting to see. That that is probably the matchup of the week though coming forward. That Bills Dolphins game because it's it's got so much implications, especially if the Steelers win. I'd be really excited to see if the Steelers beat the Ravens. Like, if the Ravens just rest some of their players and the Steelers Against get a win. Steelers, don't yeah, I know, happy. I know, <laughs> but it just makes it a bit more juicy. Like, that Monday night game, it makes it a little bit... Or Sunday night game, sorry. It makes it a little bit more juicy. Like, it's, it makes it so it's, you know, there's more jeopardy to it. Whereas, if the Steelers lose, there's either way, both teams are in the playoffs. Hey, so at least Mike season. Tomlin still had a 17th consecutive winning season. This is just insane. Um, number three, though, the Chiefs, they've clinched the third spot. Uh, they're locked in. They can't move up, can't move down. They're a bad-looking Chiefs team, though. Like, even this win that they had yesterday, they, they didn't look themselves. Kelsey looks out of sorts massively. The offense, we've talked about it all season. We, we're not a fan of this Chiefs team, the way the it fact, is right now. The fact that the Broncos had a chance to win the division depend on how these games went uh, into week 17. That's that's a disgrace. And um, 
it's Jake Browning. Like, if you're really contenders, this should be swept away. Yeah. The, uh, like you say, Kelsey doesn't look the same since Taylor Swift uh, ended. The- <laughs> uh, I'm not not saying anything about Swift because uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't get hey, cancelled by Swifties. I'm, hey, it's an opinion. Everyone's entitled to an opinion, including bad of, opinions. This is based on great <laughs> observation. Rashi Rice since Taylor Swift has entered the picture. It looked really good. Like I think he's second behind only Tyreek Hill in yards after catch in the league. He's 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 what they need, but they need more. Like he's he's oh, a yeah. good player, but it can't just be Rice. Like they they just don't have enough solid wide receiver play outside of Rice for me. And also Kelsey, like I said, Kelsey used to be he's not as dominant as he was. So they could get away with having poor receiver play by having Kelsey be dominating like the other team. He's not the same guy anymore. Maybe he he's lost a step. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's lost a step. Uh, maybe Patrick Mahomes, separation. you know, some of his throws are slightly behind, slightly a bit too far ahead. Those misses that you wouldn't necessarily see before, they're happening. Yeah. Um, moving on, Browns locked into the number five seed, uh, basically because the Ravens are so good. But for the Browns to be number five seed right now, with Joe Flacco coming off his couch and putting, I think it's four wins on the bounce or five wins on the bounce now, it's just honestly the most insane story this season. Um, but it's four four different starting quarterbacks. They're like one of the only teams to do it where they've had four different starting quarterbacks in a season and they're in the and, playoffs. Yeah, although this quarterback might be the best of the bunch, which is... <laughs> quite something to say like we we knew this team was talented um but it was literally their quarterback play that was letting them down but, but not only are they talented right they're they're missing arguably their best defensive player like and, and they've missed him all season in nick chubb in nick chubb yeah but like he's the best defensive player like he's the well, best player potentially on the team outside of maybe miles garrett but like they've they've missed them all season and yet here they are at 11 and 5. They've had poor quarterback play. Even when Deshaun Watson played, like he didn't he didn't play well. And then the other two that they had to replace, I don't even remember their names now, like DTR, PJ Walker. PJ Walker, yeah. Like they, they just didn't look good. Whereas Joe Flacco actually looks like the second, third best quarterback right now on form in the AFC. Joe Flacco looks like behind that... Lamar, maybe. Yeah, and, and I mean, the thing is, when an offensive line is good as what the Browns have, a running game is good as what they have, like, there's no reason why this, this Browns team can't make some noise in this playoffs. And don't you <laughs> get Amari Cooper looking like the best receiver in the league? At... When, he, when he's healthy. Yeah, when he's and healthy. And David Njoku. What a revelation. Yeah, Njoku's having a great end of the season. I mean, it shows uh, what a you know, competent quarterback can do can to your do. skill players. And, but they they would play Jacksonville right now as things stand. But this is what, this is what I mean. So they they they're basically locked in at the five seed. They they're either going to play the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Colts or the Texans. And if you're if you're a Browns fan, there you're licking your lips at this like opportunity. You're like that that's that's an easy dub. Any three of those teams right now, I would say the Browns. It's an, for the Browns, it's an easy win. And because their team travels, how they play travels really well, and they'd have to travel to play those teams. And then if they, let's say they get through that game, and they potentially have to play Baltimore in a divisional game, like anything can happen in divisional game with yeah. Cleveland's defense. Jacksonville was not looking good. 
They just, I mean, they beat out Carolina, well, let, but that's not let, Let's much. talk about that. Fourth seed, um, all the way back, and the seventh seed, it's basically one and the same. Um, it, it comes down to the Jags, the Colts, and the Texans, basically, are the three teams that all have the opportunity. I, do the, the Jags would go down to seventh seed, I think, if the, they lose, and the Colts and Texans win. No, if the Jags lose, they need Pittsburgh to lose. Yeah. And I, they need... Well, they'll go to that seventh seed, right? Because don't they have the head-to-head over... Houston, yeah, but they'll need uh, Pittsburgh and Texas, to lose as well. And Texans. Yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm sorry, FC South fans, like, your teams don't deserve to be here. Like, the, <laughs> Jags, the Jags are limping to the finish. The Colts have, have admirably overachieved the whole year thanks to their massively head coach. Over, massively overachieved. And the Texans, I think everyone loves the Texans, but without Tang Dare, you wonder how, how much of an impact they can make. Like, I would have loved to see this team at full power, what they can do in the playoffs. Well, yeah. the, the Texans still excite me. Like, for next year, I feel like they're, they're, they're going to potentially be better next year, so then that's going to excite me. The, the, like you said, the Jaguars are fraud. The, the AFC South, for me, is just as bad as the NFC South when it comes to being in the playoffs right now. Because for me, neither division does it. Like, realistically, take out those divisions. Just get rid of them. I like, mean, I would, say, I would say Houston, Jacksonville, Indianapolis are just the better teams than them. But... I would disagree. I mean, uh, maybe maybe you're looking at one lens. I'm just saying the quarterbacks are better in the AFC South. I would disagree. NFC South. What? All right. I, well, we're, not, not, we're not getting into this. We're not I'm not having this. you say that Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is better than Baker Mayfield right now. I mean, Baker did beat him. So. I mean, CJ Stroud is. CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. Stroud is basically the shining light that is carrying the AFC South quarterbacks right now. That's it. A month ago, Trevor Lawrence was great. But anyway, we digress. Like, they've got to play Tennessee. Like, Tennessee is uh, against Jacksonville. It's Jacks a don't team. historically fare well. No, it's don't a Tennessee's 3-0. But we saw last year how close that game was with Josh, with Josh Dobbs starting at Tennessee. Like, if they lose that in Nashville well, and, and, and they're Bethard, out of the playoffs. Isn't it Bethard starting as well? It's Bethard well, Bethard start. I think Lawrence has hopefully he's going to start that next week. Um, but Bethard, what you get with him, he doesn't turn the ball over. He was safe. And and that's why they won 26. Okay, it's hard to judge. It's, when it's you're Carolina. Carolina. You can't, you can't, like, you, you're such a, like, prototypical, like, fanboy, where you, you have, like, a win against a team like <laughs> Carolina, and you're like, oh, we, we're so good. Like, we don't turn the ball over. No, no, <laughs> I said Bethard does. But we, Lawrence... We, we're going we're gonna to make it. We're going <laughs> to do it, guys. Well, against Beth- Carolina. I'm just saying... Does does Lawrence turn the ball over against Carolina? Probably. Against every team he does. But, yeah, um, and that's what a, I'm worried about. As a neutral, I just want to see a last hurrah for Derrick Henry in a Titans uniform. If they don't re-sign him, I yeah. want to see the King get his due on, in this game. And do, you know, do you know what as well? I, I'll be honest there. If I'm coming into the playoffs and I want an exciting matchup, the Jaguars are not the team I want there to make this matchup exciting. The I team agree. that I want there are the Colts. I would say Houston. I don't want to see Minshew no, absolutely I'd destroyed by Cleveland. Yeah, I want to see CJ Stroud. I want to see just tank Dell out. I don't want to see CJ Stroud. I want to see. I want to see the Colts that are overachieving, but like they're excitingly overachieving. Like I don't know. I, the I just team find that scrapes the win against the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, I, hey, don't disrespect the Raiders, man. I mean, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> I, I guess I should, them. I see. I see that because I. See, 
I don't like how the Colts played against the Jags from the Colts' point of view. They got battered by a Jags team that aren't that great. Mm. Like for me, Texans are the more exciting team, even without Tandell, just because the CJ Stroud X factor. He was in the MVP race at one point before yeah. he got hurt. Yeah. So like, I just like because of potential. We don't know. They're young. They don't fear anybody. Minshew, yeah, I think Shane Steichen's done a great job with him. But like Houston versus Cleveland would be more exciting. Demico Ryan's is arguably coach of the year as well, as well as Shane Steichen. I mean, if it gets Sh- Shane Steichen should be it should be in the conversation for coach of the year for me. I just give it to Stefanski. Come on now. Yes, Stefanski's up there. Dan Campbell is up there as well for me. Demico yeah. Ryan, guys. Yeah, no, he would be picking I mean, top five. Stefanski would. No, he wouldn't, because he, he he used two picks last season. So no, we, we wouldn't. We're not even mentioned Pittsburgh was still in the playoff race, but they're playing Baltimore. They're playing Baltimore. I, I don't I don't really see don't really see much happening there. I mean, you know, if we're talking about coach of the year. For me, being a a secret Lions fan, Dan Campbell is the coach of the year. Having a team that's eleven and five, clinching the the. NFC North title for the first time in like 30 odd years, 35 years. Like we, we weren't even born the last time that these guys won a NFC North title. So for me, that is incredible. Yeah, from a cultural perspective, he has changed it. I think that was the one of the biggest things with Dan Campbell when he walked in. He has a different vibe, right? Uh, that's one of the things that people love or hate about him, mainly love. Um, like Shanahan, it's an easy decision, but with what he's done with the 49ers. Um, but yeah, a coach of the year, I mean, that's a slippery slope right now. But isn't I, it? on the bombshell that it's going to be Dan Campbell, we are going to leave it there just because we are, we're short on time. Um, thanks everyone for listening. We'll be back later on in the week to discuss more NFL stuff. Uh, until that time, though, see ya. Peace. Bye.